there, friends. It's Nick. So earlier this week, I did something that I haven't done for probably, well, at least 30 years, probably more like 35 years, which is to pick up a, a notebook, a fresh new notebook, and start drawing, start drawing maps specifically. I mentioned over the past couple of weeks since Christmas that that I've been getting back into D&D, Dungeons & Dragons, which is how I spent a lot of my teenage years. And one of the things that I've been doing particularly, I think I mentioned this as well, I've been watching or listening to some of the Critical Role campaign. Critical Role are a group of voice actors who, uh, years ago, really started filming their D&D sessions and putting them online and become have become this, in that world at least, this kind of cultural phenomenon. There's a an animated TV show, there's, um, uh, there's you can buy the campaign source books. Uh, you know, they, they've created this world. And when I say that, I mean, <laughs> I mean that kind of literally. They've created this fantasy world and, you know, lots of people spend time there three or four hours a week, every week, more or less. And... One of the things that I've been doing while I've been listening to them is just sketching out maps, which is the kind of thing I used to do as a teenager. I'd be watching, I don't know, I'd be watching Only Fools and Horses or something in the in the 80s and sitting there with a piece of paper on the floor probably with my mum and dad, just sketching out a map. And... It's really unlocking something in me. And I've talked, you know, over the past couple of months, I've talked about this idea of of niching further down, niching down towards the people who are already really engaged with storage. And, of course, if you play Dungeons & Dragons, any kind of role-playing game, actually, you know, in the 80s, we used to play that. We used to play Traveller, which was a science fiction role-playing game. We used to play a few different things. And if you're playing role-playing games and you're already a storyteller. And this idea of, of map-making really activates something in me. One of the things I've done this week, which has been really, really fun and quite exciting, but about business, is to create a map of the world I'm creating for my customers, for my clients. So I've got a a fantasy map of my, if you like, my kind of journey. It's, there's a an island for my website. There's little islands for the email campaigns that you can get if you sign up for my newsletter. There's um, there's a landmass for the you know the story course that I've created, and it does. When I look at something that way, it activates a different part of me, and it activates that kind of geek excitement and that exploration and it also it does something that 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 digital stuff struggles to do which is to make it seem real which is a you know sounds like a ridiculous thing when we're talking about a you know a created fantasy world but it does you know there's something about maps right you know maps have always been one of my favorite things and drawing them is <laughs> it's really good fun perhaps tomorrow I'll talk about the way I mean I'm I'm filling pages of this notebook with notes about 
a world that doesn't exist except in my head and in that book. But it's so, you know, in lots of ways, it's so relevant to the world building we are all doing when we are creating a product or a service or a brand or the mythology of the stories around our work. You know, that's what we're all doing, right? We're creating a world and inviting people in and actually drawing a map of that world is a really interesting and exciting way to help make sure that the story we're telling means business. Thanks for listening. If you want to dig deeper into the stuff that I do, search online for story.business. Bye now.